Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray, and I talk about the big return of Johnny Gargano. That's right, Johnny Wrestling last night. On Monday Night Raw. And speaking of Johnny, totally surprised, shocked by his appearance on Raw. We get into spoilers. Lack of spoilers when it's exciting. And then also being spoiled by the dirt sheets. We talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. One thing I absolutely loved last night was the third hour of Monday Night Raw. We got Dexter Loomis. We got Damian Priest and Edge in what I thought was a fantastic main event and a feel-good end to Monday Night Raw last night. And then you also got the return of Johnny Gargano. There's a lot to talk about with Johnny Gargano because I don't think anybody saw it coming. But I think, Bully, a big reason why you got such a huge approval rating is because we got the return of Johnny Wrestling on Raw. Do you think we're getting these huge approval ratings because Hunter is bringing back so much of this NXT black and gold talent? Yes, I think there's a big reason for that. Like, And I think that's a discussion that we should have as well. But listen, you've said it on this air many, many times. And in a lot of ways, Bully, I agree with you. The pro wrestling fan that tunes in on Monday nights, Wednesday nights, and Friday nights is that hardcore audience. The hardcore wrestling fan loved the black and gold NXT. Bully, our listener that tunes into Busted Open every single day loved the black and gold NXT. The two people hosting this show right now loved the black and gold NXT. And there are reasons why fans on the internet and social media are calling it the black and gold Raw. Because a lot of those wrestlers that we thought were being misused or were completely gone from the WWE are now returning and they're returning on Monday night raw. I'm very happy for Johnny Gargano. Here's why I was never a Gargano fan in NXT. Gargano won me over once his personality started to come out. 
I already knew he was really, really great in the ring, really strong in the ring, like Gargano and Ciampa and uh, Adam Cole and all those guys. I really enjoyed their work. I, I enjoyed a, a lot of the black and gold talents work. Really, really did. But there was something about Johnny that I just felt was dry. There wasn't he he kind of he, he was almost like a step up from Roderick Strong, who who I think is another great wrestler, but lacks in the personality department. And I wish one day it would click for Roddy. But once Johnny's personality came out, I was like, wow, I, I like this guy. We had him on the show. And then I was like, wow, I really like yeah. him. And then I started to get into Johnny more and more and more. And then obviously black and gold goes away. Johnny splits his way for nine months. Now, let me pull the curtain back a little bit. I'll tell you a little story. I don't know if I told this yet. A month ago at the ECW arena, I'm standing there with me, Johnny and Dexter Loomis. Now I broke Dexter Loomis in. I trained him, you know, 10, 12 years ago, whatever it is. (laughs) Dexter Loomis didn't say a word to me. And he knew damn well that he was showing up on Monday Night Raw. And I love the fact that he did not say a word because of one of the things that I've always taught my students is you keep your mouth shut. If you're a surprise, you tell nobody. And I know that's a conversation that we want to get into also maybe in this show about surprises and why surprises work and why they don't work. And most of the time, surprises don't work because wrestlers ruin it for themselves Because they tell one too many people. And that one too many people is just one person. Don't tell anybody you're going to be a surprise. We're going to get into this at the top of the hour because I think it's a fascinating conversation. But continue. So Dexter didn't tell anybody. And I'm happy to see. And last night he got one of the bigger bigger reactions of the night. Very happy to see that. Interested to see where he goes. But I'm sitting there talking to Johnny. I'm like, Johnny, how are you? You know, how wife the kid blah 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 yada yada and he looked at me and he goes man i'm in a great spot right now and i was like you know a lot of wrestlers wouldn't say that a lot of wrestlers wouldn't admit it because it might come across as pompous even a younger wrestler like johnny saying it to a veteran like me like yeah bubba i'm in a really great spot right now some guys would turn around and go who the frick are you to say that you're in a really great spot? But I looked at it. I was like, you're damn right, Johnny. You are in a great spot because I'm sure there's other companies out there who are courting you right now who want you on their roster. But man, the guy that made you just took over the biggest company in the world. And he's probably called you already. So Johnny had this huge smile on his face when he said it to me. He's like, Bubba, I'm in a great spot right now. I'm like, you sure are. And the last thing I said to the both of them was, guys, I hope you make a million dollars. And that's basically the same thing I say to all all younger talent, up and coming. I hope you make a million dollars because that's the name of the game. Just like Thunderlips told to Rocky and Rocky Three. That's the name of the game, making money. So I was happy to see Johnny there. And here's the thing. A lot of people were talking last night about Johnny's size because Austin Theory is an Austin's a, a, a pretty big dude, but he's not like attitude era big. No, he's like more, I, I said, like he's not like a Lance Archer or anybody that's going to tower oh. over anybody. No, I mean, I mean, Austin's put together. He's working on him. Theory's put oh, together. Yeah, He's yeah. working on his body. He looks good. You know, you see Johnny next to him. 
And like you, you look at Johnny and you're like, wow, big size difference, right? I didn't see a size difference by the end of that segment last night. And, and, and Hunter, I don't, I think is going to allow these guys that may, might be a little bit smaller in stature to shine out there through their gimmick and personality and work. Yeah, I.e. a chompa. And Bully, that's a great point because I actually said that you and I were on the phone during Monday Night Raw last night. And it kind of shocked me seeing Gargano in the ring with Austin Theory and the size differential because, Bully, I never noticed that before on NXT. Now, we've seen Gargano with Dexter Loomis, and I think a big reason why is, like you just said, that personality show. First of all, Gargano in the ring, there are a few wrestlers that are better than Johnny Gargano in the ring. But you're right about NXT. Gargano, his personality shined. And when I first saw them face-to-face, I was like, wow. Austin Theory either, either grew or Johnny Gargano got smaller. Because I saw them on TV a lot on NXT and never noticed that size difference. But by, you're right. By the end of that segment, it didn't matter. Johnny Gargano shined. And again, nice pop from that Toronto crowd. Last night, they were happy. Great surprise. Yeah, great surprise. Uh, you know, again, the Johnny wrestling chance. Again, another an, another thing for me that says we're in a new era for the WWE and another big reason why I thought that third hour was absolutely tremendous on Monday Night Raw. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors. No prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchick's Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. Bully, let's talk about surprises. And we got one last night with Johnny Gargano. And Bully, it is a lost art when it comes to surprises, especially in 2022. Okay. Good statement. What do you want to know? Well, I'm just saying, like, we don't see it anymore. And at the top of the show, and in a past masterclass, I think I told you why. It's because wrestlers can't keep their mouths shut. It's because lots of wrestlers, the majority of them, are such marks for themselves that they feel the need to tell people. Or if something leaks out, they confirm it. The best way to do a surprise is to not tell anyone. 
How do I know this? I've been involved in many, many surprises. Okay. The one of my biggest surprises that I pulled off was my Royal Rumble appearance in 2015. If you don't believe me, go back and listen to the pop. When I yeah. came out at number three, how did, how, why was that such a big surprise? Because the only people that knew were me, Road Dog, Vince McMahon, and I don't know who else other than that. And then we were put, we, we were flown into a, 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 an airport. Uh, I'm sorry, that was in Philadelphia. So we were picked up and we were taken to a hotel way out of the way. Then we were t- picked up in a limo. And I actually remember the way they pulled the limo up to the tour bus in the arena. They pulled the limo up to the tour bus where you could only open the limo door as far as where the tour bus door was. And then they had, they cleared out the entire loading bay. Nobody knew we were there. Nobody knew. Oh, well, this was when I was there by myself. And then we did the return with Devon. Nobody knew I was out. I was on the bus. They went out of their way to make sure that the secret was kept. And then later on in the night, the agents come on the bus. And I remember them coming on with Bray Wyatt, Ron Killings, The Miz, anybody that I was in there with, like for the first five minutes, came on the bus. And that's the first time the boys even found out about it. The WWE goes out of their way to keep a secret. I'm sure every wrestling company goes out of their way to keep things secrets, but then word leaks out. And then you get people, unfortunately, you get your bottom feeders, backstabbers in the office that feel the need to leak things to the sheets, which I could never, ever, ever understand. But can I ask you a question? Because this is always something I was extremely curious about. What do they get by leaking that information out to the sheets? Because I, I would think it certainly can't be money. So, like, like, why? What is the benefit of somebody in the back, somebody who works for the company, leaking that information out to the dirt sheets? I have no idea. I have no idea why you would be why you would want to be somebody who called up a dirt sheet to let them know, oh, guess who's in the back today? I don't understand it. You're truly a scumbag if you do that. That's my feeling. Yeah, I just now now you see I see things online where they're posting who the agents and producers were for the match. How the hell are dirt sheets finding out who the agents and the producers are? And why does that even matter? Why, so I, we can point fingers of blame at people? Because we're sure as hell not putting people over when things go great. I'm I'm hoping, bully, and this is just a hope, because whenever I see a spoiler on the internet, and at least thanks to some of these you know, sites and stuff that actually say spoiler alert. So I don't go in and look and then get spoiled. Cause even as a talk show host for here, I'm bully. And you know, this for a fact, if you have sometimes inf- inside information, I say, I don't want to know like, and you won't even tell me to begin with, but you'll tease me, but I don't want to know because I want to find out for myself because I'm a fan. 
you know, I don't go to a movie. And I don't want to know what the ending of a movie is before I actually watch the movie. Why would you do that? I don't, I don't, I don't watch a, uh, a football game and know what the, uh, re- what the score is going to be before watching a football game. Then why would I watch the football game? So I, I don't want to know these things. I, I would hope now with like, with AEW, which I think is doing a phenomenal job. And now with this new regime of the WWE that is doing a fantastic job as well, I'm hoping that we get to the point where wrestling is so good that people aren't going to give a shit about like those spoilers about who the agents are for matches or any of that stuff. Like I would hope that they're so focused on what's going on on their TV or in their arena that that stuff's not going to matter much like it used to. Because I think a lot of it came from that they were unhappy with the product that they were watching on TV, that they were reaching for other things. I think right now is a good time, Bully, where maybe you don't need to know that shit. And I hope, Bully, last night was an example of that. Because that moment wouldn't have meant anything if we would have known beforehand that Johnny Gargano was going to be there last night. Um, I'm sure only Johnny knew, only his wife knew, only Hunter knew, only the people that absolutely positively had to know knew because then you can track the leak if there is a leak. Now, let's say let's say at five o'clock yesterday afternoon, one of the more reputable wrestling um, news sources to be kind um, reported that Johnny Gargano was backstage. Well, now Hunter can turn around and go, well, I knew, Steph knew, Johnny knew, and uh, Guy A, B, and C knew. So now you can put those seven people in the room and go, okay, which one of you is the leak? Because one of you opened your mouth. And that's how you hold people accountable. So the less people that know are better. Like I said, my Royal Rumble debut uh, uh, in, uh, in Philadelphia, nobody knew. Uh, me and Devon coming back to uh, the WWE in Monday Night Raw in Brooklyn. Nobody knew. You can tell by the responses. Nothing was stooge off. It is a true organic surprise. And when you have an organic surprise, it's a lot of fun. I had a big old smile on my face when I saw Johnny last. I was like, oh, man, this is great. Good for Johnny. I didn't read anything about it. I wasn't prepared for it which makes it even more exciting when it happens. How about we start ruining every finish to a new Marvel movie? How about I tell you exactly? I know what happened at the end of the new Dragon Ball Z movie, which everybody's marking out for. How about I stooge off the finish right now? He wouldn't do that, and I wouldn't let you do it, though. I don't even know what you're talking about. But, like, there have been people on social media who have gotten canceled, Bully, because they've let out like a spoiler about some Star Wars movie or a Marvel movie. Cause that fan base goes absolutely crazy. And, and, and I'm, and I'm, you know, we're clearing the phone lines cause I, I have to ask this question, Bully. And that is, I, and I'm not, I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get angry, but I want to hear from the busted open nation on why they want to know because there's people that want to know because these these dirt sheets wouldn't be around if it wasn't for people who want to know and you're right i don't want to know the score of a game before i watch it i don't want to know the ending of a movie before i watch it i don't i don't want to know about a surprise appearance in a movie before i actually able to watch that movie i don't know why Fans are so dedicated in finding out these spoilers before 
they actually have an opportunity to watch the show. I find it fascinating because, because bullying, they want to go on social media and, and tout that they knew before it happened, like they're in the know or they can't get worked. It's pro wrestling. You're supposed to get worked. You're supposed to want to get worked. You're supposed to want to be just like you're watching uh, Game of Thrones or Lost or any of these shows isn't the object to sit in front of the TV, not know what's going to happen and get worked. So you can be like, wow, that was great. But not wrestling fans, because wrestling fans all want to be wrestlers, but they can't be wrestlers. So they try to find shit out to make it sound like or look like they're somehow in the know or in the wrestling business. And when it comes to the dirt sheets, it's even worse. You see, young kids become doctors because they want to become doctors when they were young kids. And young kids become lawyers because they wanted to become lawyers when they were young kids. Okay? And the dirt sheet writers, they all wanted to be wrestlers but could never be wrestlers. So they become dirt sheet writers. And I, Again, I don't... I. I want to give a bit of a clear atmosphere. I understand your feelings. I have my feelings too, bully. But I really want to try to understand why. And listen, you could be successful without doing that. From day one, bully, and you know this. And honestly, I think it's a big reason why you respected Busted Open before you actually became a part of Busted Open is from day one, Doug and I sat down and we talked about it. We said, do we want to be like a dirt sheet. Do we want to give out spoilers? or and, and we made the decision before we actually went on the air and did our first show that we were not going to do spoilers on this show. As you know, Bully, sometimes we have the discussion when it comes to New Japan if we even want to talk about something that actually happened because maybe fans didn't have an opportunity to watch it. We made the decision from day one, no spoilers. And I, and I think this show has been pretty damn successful without coming out on the air and stooging things off to our fan base. I still believe in the magic of pro wrestling bully. And last night was an example of it. Like if I would have been on social media and somebody would have had a picture of Gargano at the, at the airport or wherever in Toronto and say, ah, God, you know, Johnny's coming to roll. I would have been so angry i would have been so pissed again that i feel like that's giving me the plot or the ending of a movie before i actually get to sit down and watch the movie i i i really want to understand the mindset of it and and again i'm not going to be i'm not going to be angry i'm not going to yell at anybody but i really do want to find out from the fans that like to have that knowledge that will click on that on that link on Twitter to find out the spoiler to a match or find out the spoiler of a surprise. Yeah, but you see, I, I don't think that that's important because I got to be honest with you. Uh, let's say you saw a movie, right? Let's say you went to go see Top Gun. I might ask you, what was the finish? Because I really don't care if I know the finish or not. If I really want to see something, I'm really going to go see it. My problem is people who deliberately spoil it for others. If you want to spoil it for yourself, different story. That's a personal choice. But those who want to spoil it for others, those who take pictures of empty arenas or do all of this negative shit that does nothing to help the wrestling business, those who continue to do things 
that doesn't help the business move forward just back or people. Oh, I was in the know. Oh, I knew that. Oh, you're a mark if you bought into that. What do you mean if you bought into it? That's the whole idea. You're supposed to get worked. You're not, you're supposed to have the lines blurred. You're not supposed to be able to tell what's real and what's not. This is why when I go back to my ring of honor days, right, with the concussion angle, okay, which was a complete work, a story that I came up with in my head, and I was going to retire because my concussion was too bad because Jay Briscoe hit me in the head with a table and a doctor told me I should retire. And 3,000 of the smartest ring of honor fans in Chicago all gave me a standing ovation saying, thank you, bully. And I'm in my head laughing my, you know, what's off because I just worked all of these smart fans. That's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to get caught up in it why do you go see a magician perform a magic trick and then give him a standing ovation why does david copperfield sell out every night in vegas you know the elephant doesn't really disappear you know the lady really doesn't get sawed in half why do you still go because it's the magic of it you're trying to figure out how how did he do that? I love magic. When somebody because you want to believe the lie, yeah, and I don't, and I don't know, I don't want to know how you did. I never ask a magician how did you. Do? I'll say it like, how did you do that? But I really don't want to know how they did that because I want to believe. I want to believe in the magic. Like I, I, you're see, we look at it in two different ways because obviously you're a wrestler, so you look at like the dirt sheets. You're like. You know, like, why? Like, I worked my ass off to get to this point, and now you're spoiling it for the audience that I'm trying to do this in front of. Uh, I look at it the other way around, Bully. I I want to get into the mind of the fan that needs to know why, that wants to know the curtain being pulled back. I, I want to get into that fan's mindset of why they need to know before it actually happens. Because I, I, I don't get it. I I really don't understand. And maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. I really want to find out why. So this guy, Tony Justice, on social media, a huge fan of the show, he no, wrote, uh, I feel that wrestling fans or people in general who want spoilers are a product of a generation of people who want everything handed to them instead of putting in the work to earn it. That's just my opinion. And, and maybe that's true. And you know what? Maybe that is true. But Bully, when you had the concussion angle, I don't know if I ever told you this, but Marissa, who used to be the program director on this channel, called me into her office and she's like, does does Bully really have a concussion? And I was like, I, I don't know. And she was like, well, I need to know because I'm making the schedule for next week. And I, I need to know if he's going to be able to do these shows or not. And I was like, I honestly don't know. And she was like, can you call Bully and see if this is for real? I was like, I am not picking up the phone and calling Bully. You pick up the phone and call Bully because I ain't doing it. Because I didn't want to know. And, it's, and you're somebody I work with. Bully. Mark Henry, as I always say, 
The day he showed up at Double or Nothing in Aid, I had breakfast with Mark Henry that morning. Me and my wife had breakfast with him and Jacob. And I was with my wife and Jacob when Mark came out. And none of us knew. And we weren't angry. We weren't upset. We were like, are you shitting me? He's working us of all people? No. I had a smile from ear to ear. That fact that Mark actually got me too. And if I knew if he got me, then he got every single person that was in the audience that night. Why would I want to know? Why would I want to be spoiled of that moment? You wouldn't. The idea in this industry is to work everybody 24 hours a day. Blur the lines. It makes things more interesting. How interested are we in Hangman and Punk right now? I mean, I don't think they're working. I'm 99.9% sure that this is legit. But if there was that 1% chance that it wasn't and they're working us, great job, guys. Awesome. Awesome job. Awesome. Bravo. Good for you. I'll be the first one to admit it. You got me, hook, line, and sinker. And that's what I'm saying. Imagine that is the case. Bully Ray. Grizzled veteran, Hall of Famer, been there, done that in this business. Got completely surprised by what was happening in the main event picture on AEW. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. If we all knew Johnny Gargano was going to show up last night, I don't know if I feel the same way about the show that I watched last night. A big reason why I really enjoyed that show, especially the third hour, was that holy, that holy shit moment of Johnny Gargano being on my TV screen. If I would have known that before, I don't know if I would have nearly enjoyed that much that show as much as I did last night. Because you're not getting a 100% organic reaction. You already know it's coming. Last night, in not knowing that Johnny Gargano is going to be there, that initial rush, that initial shot of adrenaline is pure. You're getting 100% pure 
pure emotion. Listen, pro wrestling, and I think you would agree with this bully, and maybe it's changed over time, I don't know. But for me, moments mean a hell of a lot more than matches. Like, you're going to remember the feeling of, and the moment of when Hogan slammed Andre. That moment of Hogan slamming Andre is embedded in my brain more than what actually took place during that match before that slam happened. You were talking about like that spear, you know, with Edge and Jeff Hardy. That moment that that happened, that holy shit moment probably means more than actually who won that match, right? You probably remember that spear more than who actually did win that match. Like, I think we got so caught up with, you know, the five-star rating, the six-star rating, the seven-star rating of the quality of the match than than getting caught up in the moment and getting caught up in the match. Listen, you know what? Ivan Putski never had a five-star match. Ivan Putski's a Hall of Famer. When I saw Ivan Putski in the ring, I rooted for Ivan Putski to come out victorious. That guy never had a five. That guy probably never had a four-star match. Take the five biggest moneymakers in the history of the business. Have they ever had a five-star match? Or whatever somebody deems is a five-star match. All right, let's... Hulk, let's... Hulk, Hulk versus Rock at WrestleMania 18, the greatest match in WrestleMania history. Was that a five-star match? No. It was a 10-star performance, though. That was amazing what they did. Amazing. Trust me, I know what amazing is. And think about, think about our childhood. Think about these, how a lot of people measure who's a good wrestler or not, right? How do you differentiate between a four-star match and a a four-and-a-half-star match? Who the frick is so qualified other than Ric Flair to say, well, this half a star matters and this half a star doesn't? Come on. Well, Paul, Paul, our producer, just said that. Now, Paul, was that according to Dave Meltzer? That yep. rating? Okay. Yes. Dave Meltzer gave Hogan Rock three stars. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, I just think that, like, we get so caught up in what this new perceived notion is of how we value pro wrestling. It's, it's not always the right. It's by your heart, not by your head. And, and let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Okay. We're talking about star ratings here. Congratulations, Dave Meltzer in being able to work wrestling fans more than wrestlers are able to work wrestling fans because you have gotten them to buy into your star rating more than actual wrestlers get them to buy into matches at times. And listen, I Dave don't dis- Melter works fans the same way wrestlers work fans. The thing is, wrestlers can actually work in the ring, and Dave Melter can't. Hey, what star rating did you give the last issue of The Observer? <laughs> I, you know I gave it two. I gave it two stars. And listen, I uh, this is not no disrespect to Dave Melter, and I know no, Dave. Oh, you get my point, though. Yeah, right? no, but like, listen, they're it's subjective. They're- there are people in this industry that hate Dave Meltzer. I don't hate on anyone. He's been able to make a living doing something. That I respect a lot of what Dave Meltzer does. So this is not a shot on Dave Meltzer. But I think as fans, we've kind of lost our way a little bit. Like, I just think that you look at the greatest. Again, Hogan-Andre was not a great match. In my mind, 
Like, listen, Bully, I always bring this up. And, and you know, we're always honest with one another. One of the great, according to ratings and reviews and everything, one of the greatest WrestleMania matches was Randy Savage against Ricky Steamboat, right? Yes. But to be honest, what was everybody talking about when WrestleMania 3 ended? Hogan Andre. I remember being with my friends watching it on closed circuit TV at William Patterson College. Not just me and my friends, everybody that was leaving that card was talking about Hogan and Andre. As a matter of fact, I don't think anybody talked about Savage and Steamboat for weeks. Over time, with people going back and watching that show, they appreciate Steamboat and Savage more than what happened in the main event. But let me tell you something. Everybody was talking about Hogan and Andre when they left WrestleMania 3. Um, I'll never forget Al Snow asking me one day, would you rather be Hogan Andre or Savage Steamboat? Light bulb went off. Hogan Andre. Why? Not because they went on last. Because they made the most money. Now, yes, Savage Steamboat, phenomenal match until you find out they went over it for three months. If yeah. you can't have a Savage Steamboat match after going over it for three months, there's a problem. Give me the two greatest workers in the world right now. Let's say we took Orton and Omega for argument's sake. Okay, right? those are two great ones, by the way. Okay, Orton and Omega and said, guys, you got three months to come up with a match. You talk about it, practice it, do whatever you want. Write it on the yellow pad. What kind of match do you think those two would come up with? Probably one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. But it would kind of lose a little bit of steam because they've had so long to come up with it. It's kind of like, you know, now you know the trick. So you're just like, oh, okay. Hogan, uh, I mean, Hogan Andre, and, and yes, Hulk stooged off that he wrote a bunch of stuff down on a yellow pad to give to Vince, to give to Andre, but that was only day of, like day of. And Andre was just going to do what he wanted anyway. And Hogan didn't know what exactly was going to happen at the end of the match when he was walking to the ring that night. And Dave, pr perspective, and I, I only bring my stuff into, into play when I think and help the conversation. Let's take... We were talking about yesterday your top 10 egg matches. Let's take the triangle ladder match. Yeah. Let's take TLC one, TLC two. You would think that those matches took weeks to plan, right? Yeah. Not one of those matches had more than 24 hours. Wow. And go back and look at the level of quote unquote perfection we got from them. So Chemistry, Star knowing chemistry, the person you're in the ring stars. with. You're going to tell me that TLC2 doesn't deserve five stars? But also how but also how we measure wrestlers. I was having this conversation too. With with wait, let me don't, nobody was more over than Hogan. Would Hogan be a star today? Could would people be I I I don't know. I don't think so. Would Ultimate Warrior be a star today? No. I don't think so. Would Rowdy Roddy Piper be a star today? No, I don't think so. Would the Junkyard Dog Why? Because be a of star work today? Rate? Because uh, of because, work rate? Yes, exactly. Exactly. The idea is to not work harder. It's to work smarter.
work rate has gone so far above and beyond that now guys are having to do more and more and more just to get the same reactions. That's not what this art form is all about. By the Paul way, just uh, told TL me that uh, TLC two got four and three quarter stars. So, wh what did we do that didn't earn that last quarter of a star, Dave? But you know what? We're talking about that match over twenty years after it happened. Of course, they're going to be talking about it for another hundred years. God, listen. The, the this is why I say. I never want people to either watch something or not watch something because I said so. Go enjoy it for yourself. And Dave, this is how me and you got together. You thought Okada Omega was the greatest. Okada Omega one was the greatest match you ever saw. Since Flair Steamboat, yeah. Okay. And, and knowing, I knew how big of a Flair Steamboat mark you were, fan, mark, whatever, that I was like, how in the hell could he have possibly liked this better? And that whole discussion prompted, you know, our relationship and being together on this show. But to say something is um, uh, this gets four stars or four and a half stars. If you if if Bret Hart were to put a star rating on matches, I'd uh, OK, I'd put some credibility into it. If Ricky Steamboat, if Ric Flair, if some of the greatest at what we've done decided to put a star rating on something, okay, I get it, because they're qualified to do it. Like Siskel and Ebert, it was two thumbs up, thumbs down. I liked it, I didn't like it, end of story. But we're listening to people who put star ratings or reviews on matches, say, well, this was a three-star match, and this was a three-and-three-quarter star match. Well, well, what did they do to earn the extra three quarters of a star? And what didn't they do to earn the extra quarter of a star to get them to four? Come on. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.